0: Players, step your game up, don't be sluggish or lazy. Or Jimmy J might hit you with a shaky baby. Catch him on YouTube or any podcast platform. Breaking all the news down like Shaq does the backboards. No hot takes. This is where the hottest debate's at. Now kick your feet up, cause it's time for straight facts.
1: What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to Straight Facts, a sports show that educates and entertains. I'm your boy, James Jackson, Jimmy J. Those are my two guys, Kyle Ceric and stat matt robinson jake alley actually is not with us today sadly because the young Gotti, crazy the young Gotti, for for reference and prayers up to my my brother jake he he came out to his car is his front bumper just hanging on the ground and no culprit in sight so someone backed up got his car and did a little hit and run on him wasn't good, you know. Wasn't repairable enough to, for him to make it down to the studio. So
0: yeah, he's, he, he's he lives, there right now. He lives the furthest away, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, he does. He any does. of us. Yeah, yeah he got he, a he got a battle. He wasn't making it up.
1: And four twenty two. So, he wasn't making it up. Yeah, it's a, an excused absence, one hundred percent, an excused absence. But the show must go on, and we got to you know break down week one of the NFL season because one football was back and it didn't disappoint. All, all the games that were supposed to hit and be, you know, very good and entertaining games were, and um, that gives us just a lot to talk
2: all about. All but one,
0: all the, all the but Green Bay one. New Orleans game.
1: But even that had some entertainment value to it, just because the the drama of it.
0: Any all. game Jameis Winston throws five touchdowns, I'm gonna say is an entertaining football yeah, game well, to we'll, watch. We'll get I mean, to that
1: because we got to give famous Jameis props. We will absolutely get to that. And there are a lot of people talking crazy about. Like that game and and putting all sorts of accolades and hype around Jameis Winston. Overreactions, we we do say. So we're going to get into some overreactions on our own or our our facts. So this is our first segment we're going to call Fact or Overreact. Give you guys some things that happened or or some things that have been said about week one. we got to figure out if they're a fact or an overreaction. First one, and I like this. We're starting this one off hot. I like this one. Aaron Rodgers, after that week one performance, is no longer a top five quarterback. Let's just run down mm. just just the, the game that Sir A.A. Ron had. 133 yards, no touchdowns, two interceptions, a 36.8 quarterback rating. That's the next worst to Trevor Lawrence with a 70.1. And Rodgers would have had a better quarterback rating if he spiked the ball on every single play. So we actually came out That's through ridiculous. the ball and on every single play. He would have had a better quarterback rating. So after all, all those things being considered, and the eye test of just how bad it looked, is, is that a factor over yet, react, Kyle? Huh? What's going on?
0: It's an overreaction. I mean, he's still the MVP of the league. Say what you want about what happened in the offseason. Um, I, I think, you know, people are going to have trouble with that. Mm. But he played one game, right? He played one game. This is his revenge tour. He played a lot of golf, I'm sure, in the offseason. Hey, all man. this, all that. Let Dude, him get back in football A lot of Jeopardy shape. hosting. Yeah, a lot of Jeopardy. I mean, well, a couple of Jeopardy couple, hosting. Couple, but a of I Let him get back on his feet. Uh, he's clearly still a top five quarterback in the league. I don't think you can take a one-game sample size of anything in any sport and say that is who this guy is, especially after what we've seen of Aaron Rodgers even just last year.
1: Right. I mean, uh, and you can't let one game define like Aaron Rodgers, you know, you know, his talent or his career. And it does not undo the MVP season that he just had. But here's what's interesting about, you know, the the performance Aaron Rodgers put in. Say that Pat Mahomes was having a contract dispute with the Chiefs. And, you know, it was holding out all offseason in the training camp. And not that he wouldn't work out at all, and I'm sure Aaron Rodgers didn't not work out at all. Mm-hmm. But do you think Patrick Mahomes could have come back with a, with a little bit of a training camp and and put on a better Week One performance and put on still a, a Patrick Mahomes like performance? Would he have been that bad?
0: I mean, we saw every quarterback in the league have a better game than Aaron Rodgers. Oh, okay, did. Right? right, right. No, I, Mahomes wouldn't have been that bad. It, it is concerning. Well, well, okay. I'll say that, but I, I'm not going to put the label on him. That he's no longer a top five quarterback after one. Oh, no, game.
1: But, if, but if that if that logic is for from Mahomes, would could Josh Allen have done that? I believe Josh Allen could have come back and had a good. Could Lamar Jackson? I believe Lamar Jackson could have come back and had a better game. Yeah. Could Russell think, Wilson? I but but now you're getting four or five QBs deep. Who could have done what Aaron Rodgers did? Hold out this offseason, not go to training camp, and come back and have a better Week One game. Which, if we're going to use that logic, may put him out the top the top five quarterbacks right now. Just just in in terms of. Pure talent and able to play the quarterback But when like I that. look
2: at top five quarterbacks, I view it as that's not the basis. Yeah, the top five <laughs> quarterbacks is. <laughs> I'm changing the, the basis for the rest of the season. You can pick a quarterback, rank them. That's Ooh. what our top five quarterback is. If he's not I in agree. your top five, you either have like psychic vision of the future or you're delusional.
1: No, 100. It, it, I'm so trying to he, make a case for it for it to be true. He, he's
2: he's like like he's he's the MVP. Mm-hmm. He. He played against a really good team from mm-hmm. last year. They were the they were in twelve and four. They would have been. They were the two seed last year. And people forget have short memories. Last year in November, Tom Brady had a very similar horrible stat line and a thirty eight to three loss Congress. to the you same. Are, same exact score. where, are, like, where it was through three picks, sure. two hundred nine yards at a forty point four passer rating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Great quarterbacks have shit games against good teams. It doesn't mean anything. Unless it becomes a long-term trend and nothing I've seen. Unless Rodgers has really just completely quit because he's done with the Packers. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the only scenario where I think that this could be long-term.
0: Yeah, and that's the warning flag. It's, I don't think I think – Three out of ten panics go on the Packers. It's, it's, this, it's
1: the shock factor yeah, of it. You this know I mean? statement's
0: an overreaction, but there's warning flags now. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, mean, my point.
0: after my everything point. that happened in the off season, you know, you think a guy comes back from that, but who knows? Yeah, Maybe he – retired but he's still gonna play (laughs) maybe in three weeks he's gonna be like oh this is actually my retirement year he's gonna have the first ever retirement Mm. year and he's just not gonna play He,
1: he looked superhuman last year in his mvp year yeah and the very first game he looked very much mortal he looked very human he looked very any quarterback and Aaron Rodgers, there's been one or two times ever he's looked like any quarterback yeah and with everything going on it's just it's for some people it's too much of a coincidence you know for some people it's like you can't you know, you can't hold out the entire offseason, not work out, and then just come back and be the best quarterback in the league again. It this is happen. one
0: This is one we're going to learn. We're going to learn very quickly if this is an overreaction or a fact. And I think currently it's definitely an overreaction.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm going to use that very last sentence that you said to move into the next one. We're going to learn very quickly if this next statement is a fact or an overreaction. Y'all man, Jalen Hurts. Y'all played the Falcons, by the way. But y'all man, Jalen Hurts went up and – Impressed a lot of people in week one, including myself. Yes, sir. A very, very good week one performance. 264 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, a 77 completion percentage, 126.4 quarterback rating. He looked like an upper echelon quarterback. And it's always fun to play this game of Jalen Hurts versus Carson Wentz because making a reality show out of you know Philadelphia sports is just way too much fun. So how about this one for y'all? Jalen Hurts will have a better season than the former Eagles quarterback Carson Wentz will have this year in Indianapolis. Matt, I'm throwing that to you first.
2: That's not an overreaction because Carson Wentz was the 31st best quarterback in the league last year. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so to say that uh, Jalen Hurts, who I'm not honest, I, I'm 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 really for game one, he proved me wrong so far. I keep hoping. I'm, yeah, you're not you're not one. a big. I'm Jalen not a big Hurt. Yeah, you. yeah. Uh, I, forgot about that. I think Carson Wentz will be mediocre this year. I don't think he'll be horrible like he was last year, and I think Jalen Hurts will be. Mediocre, so it's up in the air. I th- so it's it's completely not in every action to say that.
1: Oh, okay, okay. okay. The one thing that's uh, up
2: in the yeah, air. Yeah, the, the one. It, it's not. It's not. I don't know for sure if that's true. I think they'll both be kind of middle of the pack quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one thing I didn't see from Hertz is we didn't push the ball down the field on the throws. And the one time he did throw a deep ball, he underthrew it to Hertz. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do want to see more of that. But I was obviously 9 out of 10 performance from Hurts was very happy. Right. Um, but it's definitely not an overreaction to say that Hurts might uh, – could
1: will have a better season than Wentz. There was context around both their performances. One, Carson Wentz didn't have an abysmal game. He didn't have a great game. Yeah, a good game. It, was it fine. was fine. <laughs> fine. I saw one offense, you know – Kind of let their quarterback go a little bit, but not, you know, like you said, then push the ball down the field. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna get you out there. We're gonna get you moving, but we're not gonna pull the reins off this thing. And then I saw one offense trust their quarterback far too much, and that was the Colts. So I think that resulted in in, in the two games. If the Colts rain it back, and if the Eagles let it all go, mm-hmm. I think we're you know the tails flip a little bit. But Kyle, factor overreaction. Jalen Hurts, we know what
0: you're answering. Oh, this but Jalen, is a fact. Jalen Hurts oh, <laughs> is, is gonna, have a, is gonna have a better season than Carson Wentz. And what you just said about how. You know, maybe he didn't he would have had maybe more opportunities to let the reins loose on Jalen Hurts. Mm-mm. They won that game big. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities the, to run. Falcons. They did play the Falcons, Thank but you. but you will let the Reigns go. I mean, mm. he threw six hundred or 264 yards with 77% completion percentage, three touchdowns, no interceptions. He's gonna get even more opportunities in close games. I mean, they're running the ball at the end of that game. But the one thing for me is that in one game Jalen Hurts had a better game by far than any game Carson Wentz put out in 12 games last season. You context know, is a lot today Carson Carson Wentz, but Carson Wentz didn't throw three. And this surprised me. Didn't throw three touchdowns in a single game last season. He was horrible no, last year, That's But probably- not even once. And the highest passer rating he had was a 91.1 last season. Jalen Hurts put up a 126.4. Now the context is Carson Wentz also played a better week one than any game he played last season. Still took an L, though. Still took an L. I think when you look at this, I'm going to say it's a fact. I think Jalen Hurts by far puts up the better stats. Um, when you're looking at quarterbacks, it's not just the stat position, though. Like maybe wide receiver is oftentimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if the Eagles continue to play this way and they're fighting for a playoff spot, maybe win the NFC East, I think by far that is better than any season Carson Wentz is going to have unless somehow he goes like 13-4 and four and wins the division, which I don't see happening at all with the Colts.
1: It's an overreaction. It's not. Or it's an overreaction. It's and here's what I want to tell you why.
0: He took his job last He's, year. He's going to play a better season Here's what
1: I want to tell you why. Y'all just aren't rational sometimes. Here's, here's why it's an overreaction. Carson had a below average game. For, for quarterback standards, for, for Carson Wentz standards, for the hype and debut, he had a below average game.
0: I thought he, he looked good.
1: And, and, and 251 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, a 102 quarterback rating. The fumbles are always going to be there. He's Carson Wentz. <laughs> Jalen Hurts has to have a better game than that every single week for – him to have a better season than Carson Wentz. It's an you, average Carson Wentz game. Compared and, to the last year, that, that's
0: the best Carson Wentz game we've seen
1: <laughs> in the last 13 years. In, in, terms, in terms of the quarterback that we all think and know Carson Wentz can be, that's an average Carson Wentz game. Yeah, Jalen Hurts has to be better than that on a week to week basis to be better than Carson Wentz. I'm not saying or Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. You I'm, can't
2: just erase what Wentz was last year like it didn't matter. I'm not.
1: I'm not erasing it yeah. because because he, that's because part of MV, the average. I see MV, what you're saying. That is part of the average. Yeah. MVP Carson Wentz's average game was way better than that. So so the bad Carson I, Wentz drags that down. That is an average Carson Wentz game. I don't think Jalen Hurts has a better game than that every single week. And but i do not going to say he's be bad. But
0: I'm not, I don't think Carson Wentz holds up to that standard every single week. I thought, personally, Carson Wentz looked good. Um, with that, with that I team? I think they with, got, it's his first week on a new team. Maybe there are those arguments he will get better. Mm-hmm. But I think this is what you can expect from Wentz every week. Maybe exactly. more passing yards, maybe another interception here or there. Exactly. It'll vary a little bit. But I'm not so sure that Carson Wentz can do this every single week. And I think Jalen Hurts.
2: The, the biggest thing I saw Hurts over Wentz is his pocket presence. Like, he knew exactly where all the defenders were coming from. That Gray and Jared got a lot of pressure on him early yeah. on. And he knew exactly. Once, ever since his injuries, he, he panics because he doesn't have the mobility. Well, the the and, cup he, cup. and he doesn't know what to do. Right,
1: yeah. ends up I
0: saw game. a level of confidence in an Eagles quarterback I have not seen in a long time. And that was very promising. But, where, but
1: remember, and here's what, you, what Eagles fans fail to remember, is we're no longer, if we're going to have this Carson Wentz versus Jalen Hurts debate, we're no longer having it against last year's Jay, season Yeah, season QB yeah. Jalen Hurts and, and, or Eagles Jalen Hurts and Eagles Carson Wentz. We're yeah. now having the Colts Carson Wentz. So, of course, it has this game every week. I don't want to hear about what he did last year. Yeah, I don't because we're judging him off this year, and that is an average Carson Wentz game. I just don't think Jalen Hurts does that on a week-to-week basis. I don't. Well, this you played the Falcons. Yeah. Well, hey, do, have that stat line against the Niners, 264, three touchdowns, no interceptions on mm-hmm. 77. Do that next week against the, the the Niners, and next Wednesday we might have a different conversation. Fair. Yeah, that's that's what you I don't.
0: Do. I don't think me and Matt believe in Carson Wentz as much as you do, though. I think. I I'm not argument. saying I
1: believe in him, but I, I, I just don't I, think I that's an, an average
0: Wentz game. I, I th- do think he looked. Good.
1: I think Wentz is a victim of circumstance. When he's in a good circumstance, I think he plays well. Yeah. I think when he's in a bad one, he will crumble. He's in a good honest. circumstance.
2: Let's be honest. In what way has Wentz proven that he's better than Jared Goff?
1: He almost won an MVP. Or he should have won an MVP. That's Jared four Goff, years ago. Yeah, but Jared Goff never, at once, ever in my mind, should have won an MVP. Jared Goff
2: was a much better quarterback last
1: year. Jared Goff played. Your uh, question to me was uh, at what, when at well, when ever no, has Carson no, no, Wentz no, no, right Jared Goff, Right man. now,
2: what's the argument that is there like a? There's no strong argument that he's better than Jared Goff. It's like oh, you can you can make an argument. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. There is. Come no, on, no, man. this yeah, mess. there is. Yeah, there is. I'm, yeah, there is. If you're telling me, if you're telling me. You're like, life depended on it. Martian's got the death beam pointed at you. And I said, Carson Wentz or Jared Goff, there'd be a question in your in mind. In one, game, one game? man, I don't want to even hear, I don't want to hear no, you. I want to hear no this. I no, okay. one game, I'll flip a coin.
2: No, you won't. Game, <laughs> no, you won't. Okay.
1: Okay. Kyle, Martian's got the be- death beam pointed
2: at you. I'm taking Carson Wentz. Hey, thank you. Yeah,
1: you. Michael, come on, man. I'm not, I'm not, I just want to
2: remind people that Jared Goff had a comeback win on the road in the Superdome to go to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, great for him. Perhaps. They had a good game. McVeigh. Sean McVay. Sean McVay yeah, 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 had, had a good game. <laughs> that is awesome. He was on one of the best teams in the league. Anyway, we got to move on. We got we got to move on after that. <laughs> the Bears might have to move on after uh, from Andy Dalton. Red Rocket didn't look so hot <laughs> in Week One. Two hundred six yards, no touchdowns, one interception, fourth worst quarterback rating among among Week One starters, and. Justin Fields came in, comes in, albeit not a touchdown pass, but gets his first touchdown of the season. He has more touchdowns than Andy Dalton does on the season. Right. So Andy Dalton should not play another game, or should not start another game, sorry, for the Chicago Bears. Kyle, factor of reaction?
0: That's a fact. Um, it's time. I think the decision to play Andy Dalton was either one of two things. One, you want to let the rookie sit for a little bit. This is your franchise quarterback. We don't care about him first game ever. And two, it could have been he gave yourself, and if the locker room believed it, which I don't think they do, is that they put, that Andy Dalton put the Bears in the best position to win the game. That's what I think Matt Nagy was thinking. Who that the hell, hell was knows
1: what Matt Nagy was thinking? Before
0: everything, and I just yeah. hit my mic. Sorry if that came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was before we saw what happened. I mean, Andy Dalton played 93% of snaps, did not score once. The other 7% went to Justin Fields. He went two-for-two passing and rushed in the touchdown. I mean, he's clearly the better quarterback. Um, I I kind of agreed maybe start Andy Dalton. I saw the reasons why until he took that football field on Sunday night. I mean, after he goes down, David Montgomery rushes for 50 yards. They got a shot to score on the opening possession. Very next play, Andy Dalton throws a pick. Matthew Stafford throws a 70-yard bomb to Van Jefferson. Game was over right there. That game was over in the first quarter. I I think if Matt Nagy wants his jobs and Bears fans want to win, I think Justin Fields has to take the reins from week two on.
2: Yeah, You're trying to make the playoffs. You were a playoff team last year. Uh, it's The only explanation I can make of this is that, like, if you're afraid Fields will struggle, you should have Dalton to see how bad it could be. It's like, mm-hmm. well, at least he's not Dalton. He <laughs> 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 got that done. Uh, he didn't throw – one team didn't attempt a single pass that was 15-plus yards downfield. That's unbelievable. That's That's, like – Playing with like twenty fifteen Peyton Manning when he couldn't throw when he physically couldn't hey, throw ball, fifteen Chuck a couple field. ducks
1: down there and he went. I get there, but he tried. Like he didn't even try to throw. Prof-
2: <laughs> like you can't win a football game, especially against a team like the Rams, yeah. without doing that. And you you got to get rid of. I hope. He should not start. That's not a close to an every action. No. I hope Matt Nicky thinks the same because it'd be much more fun watching just like I told my dad. It's like, what's the Sunday night game? It's like a bear, Bears, Rams. Like, Ooh, Justin Fields. Like, no, Dalton's yeah. like, ah. Yeah. And he wasn't just. My neighbor said the same you, thing.
1: And you know why this is a fact? Because the players are saying that too. Yeah, that's they're a co- thing. They're coming in that night and saying, who's starting? Andy? Like, like, like. Justin Fields is one of those battery pack players. Like Justin Fields comes on the field, excites the, excites the teammates, excites the fans, and when you have a good team, that makes everyone play better. This isn't a, the Jaguars where they just need asses in the seats and you know they're trying to boost team morale. If Justin Fields excites the rest of this team, imagine if Justin Fields excites Khalil Mack by what he does. Yeah. It's a problem for everybody else. Imagine if he excites Tariq, Co- or Tariq Cohen. It's a problem for everybody else. So that's why it's a fact because Justin Fields comes in and brings life back – to the Bears, there was a clear time in that game where every like you could see on the sideline, most players are looking around like, "Man, what it's? I'm tired of this." Yeah, because and you know it, this game seemed in grabs. I mean. The Rams defense had pretty much a chokehold on that game, but who knows? So the Rams
0: are the better team.
1: 100%. The Rams are
0: the better team. but Justin
1: Fields might give them a, a better shot to win that. And isn't that the point? Which quarterback gives yeah, you a better chance I, he, to win the football That's
0: game? exactly right. And I think Matt Nagy, if he continues with Andy Dalton, has a two games left in him. If he's 0-3 and he hasn't made a decision to move to Justin Fields, they're going to bring in a coach that well and he's off the hook.
1: The tape doesn't lie. Danny Dalton played 93% of snaps and didn't score once. Justin Fields played only 7% of snaps, went two for two passing, and a rushing TD. Sample size means a lot. Context means a lot. If that's flipped, who who the hell knows what the numbers look like? Mm -hmm. But the tape doesn't lie. And and I I don't like when people try to overcomplicate football or sports in general. And we are a a fact-based podcast, a fact-based show. But all our facts lean to the tape. All our facts support what you see on the tape. The tape does not lie. Yep. If Justin Fields comes in and he's a better quarterback and you have a team who's playoff ready, you best not play around with that. Or Matt Nagy, like you're playing with – you know, you're just playing with your job. Facts. Absolutely playing with your job. The next one's going to be fun. Oh, Here we go. The next one is going to be fun because it's a friend of the show. Matty V, Matt Valdivinos. We got to talk to you, man. <laughs> because he, he let out on Twitter, the only QB definitely better than Dak Prescott – is Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to say it one more time. The only QB that's definitely better than Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in on the planet and Patrick Mahomes. Kyle, because that's your boy too, man. Yeah. You co-signed this, man. Yeah, I brought him on the show. Yeah, he brought, and He's hey, been he great on the show. The show. Hey, yo, he's my dog now too. Yeah. He's my dog now too. Factor
0: reaction. So, Matt, I do want to say we get – your argument, what you're saying, you're saying there's only one that's Kyle definitely coming from. No, I, but what Bates he's saying is there's only one that's definitely better. Passion Mahomes. He's saying everyone's up. Everyone else is up for debate. That, that's what he's trying to say here. But Matt, this is a huge overreaction. Thank you. Huge overreaction. Thank We've you. seemingly forgot about Russell Wilson. We've seemingly, and you tweeted this on Thursday, so I'm not going to let you off the hook for this one. We seemingly <laughs> we see forgot about Aaron Rodgers, and I know what he just did. We'll see what happens there. But I I don't think there is much of a debate with Dak Prescott and the two guys I just named. I would throw Dak Prescott probably undoubtedly a top 10 quarterback in this league. But you tweeted this at halftime of a Thursday night game, and your argument was that the Bucks defense is pretty good. So, you know. If he's he number two run quarterback run. in the league, I don't care what defense you're going against. He should look good, mm-hmm. all right? That's not a way to say it. I'm going to say it's huge overreaction, and I think, Matt, you got some stuff to say.
2: Wild, that. wild, <laughs> wild, wild overreaction. Dak Prescott's a quarterback. Good for him that he's Don't healthy.
1: disrespect him now. You can, be, you can be an overreaction, but don't disrespect <laughs> no, 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 Dak no.
2: now. You, you, it's impossible to say that Russell Wilson is not definitely better than Dak Prescott. There's no statistical argument that you can make <laughs> that's close. There's no eye test argument that you can make. There's no team success argument that you can make. What about what about Tom Brady? You can make a wrong argument that he's better than Tom <laughs> In some Brady. In case you can't
1: you, make an argument, you, you,
2: you, but you can make an argument about Russell Wilson because if, if you just look at the Pat, I'm uh, sorry, not Pat Um Dak Prescott hasn't thrown uh, hundred yard, hundred passer rating season since his rookie year. I'm just going to read through uh, Russell Wilson's last four years. Go ahead. Uh, it passed ratings of uh, 105, 106, 110. And so. And,
1: there, and, and there, there it is right there. There
2: are 17 quarterbacks since that have thrown 100, that have had 100 passer rating seasons since Zach Prescott. I'm going to just name some of them that'll surprise you Alex Smith, Jared Goff, Derek Carr. Kirk Cousins.
1: That one very much surprises me. Jimmy
2: Garoppolo. That one is surprising.
1: <laughs> like like Ryan Tannehill. That one surprised me a little bit.
0: Tannehill's good. No, yeah. Tannehill's good. That
1: surprised me a little bit. What? For a full season,
0: that surprised me a little bit. Tannehill's good. Yeah, it, He's a good it, hot it, quarterback. It, the Alex Smith one surprises me. Well, Dak a good quarterback.
2: He's probably in like the eighth or ninth best quarterback in the league range. See, I put him higher than that.
1: I put him higher than
0: that. I put him at five, six. Probably. What do you say? He's fringe, Lamar, fringe top
1: five. Fringe top five.
0: Da'K or Lamar is probably that's, that's the a, argument that yeah, we should probably. be talking about. Yeah, probably. I that's, think that that's one where, is close.
1: that's the line right there. Probably. Yeah, I think that's. Close. And I don't think. And you could give me an argument for both, and you wouldn't be wrong. Yeah. You could absolutely give me a, an argument for both. Yeah, Matt. My fault, man. You, that's a, that's a little bit of an overreaction. Here's what I do appreciate: is when Da'K balls out. We, we have to, like, give him his flowers and appreciate that. I know that's not really in y'all wheelhouse as Eagles fans, but sometimes, you know, Dak balling out gets overlooked. Like, before he got injured last year, there, there was a case for Dak being top three in MVP conversation, and I get it was the very beginning of the season, but yeah. Dak was hooping before he got hurt, and that's all that Matt B is trying to say. Yeah. I, 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 and they were losing, and, by the and, way. And they were losing. <laughs> so... But the but to say that there's only one quarterback and it's the best on earth and maybe the best ever by when it's all said and done, that he's the only one definitely better than Dak, that's you know, that's just an overreaction because is Josh Allen not definitely better than Dak?
0: I think that's another argument you could make. I think the two no, I, the, no, I, I don't I think you can make that it, argument. That, Dak seventh on my list of course.
1: I don't I don't think you could doubt, I don't think you could make the argument. Like I'm taking Josh I Allen seven days. I like
0: Dak Prescott. I think the argument, I know you was, can like him with that. I know exactly because, yeah. why Matt tweeted it. And I'm, I just don't go that far. But, and you remember me last year. I didn't have Dak top 10 quarterbacks, and you guys got on me about it. I'm throwing them as high as five or six right now. I think the only three, definitely, are Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers. But I think a lot of arguments after that come up. I Josh think Donaldson Dak is a lot closer
2: to someone like Justin Herbert than he is someone like Russell Wilson. It's
1: interesting. We're gonna have to settle. That's over. fair. We all agree that Maddie V is overreacting. I disagree there are tears. Over- there are tears. There's levels to this shit. Anyway, <laughs> the last one we're gonna end on a fun one because if you at this point if you don't enjoy what you saw out of Jameis Winston, you're a hater.
2: I'm a Jameis Winston hater. I'm not afraid to admit
1: it. Okay, we'll get into that. Of course you are. Of I hated him since he was at Florida State. Of of that that makes sense. You got ACC ties, but like that that of, of course you would. Anyway. Here's the the last one. Factor of reaction. I guess we'll start with you, Matt. Jameis Winston will lead the Saints to the playoffs after that Week One performance. Not at it,
2: all, Jameis Winston. Not, it's not an overreaction in the sense that the Saints will make the
0: playoffs. He no, no Jameis
1: Winston will lead. We'll will lead. He will be the focal point of their of their playoff run. No, that's I, that's that's like that's kind of how I read if it. If a team
0: makes the playoffs, any you quarterback know, led them there. You
1: can drag a quarterback to, uh, to the playoffs in success. Maybe. Maybe. Mr. Tremiski
2: led the Bears in the playoffs mm, last year.
1: Did <laughs> yeah, he did you not. Know, yeah, he did. He was the quarterback. <laughs> My, I'm going to change it then. Jameis Winston will There'll be, be the, the reason. will, the be, will, the the will be the reason. will be a reason. will be the focal point of season. Enough Saints of an player.
0: impact. Sure.
1: You know what I'm supposed to you I know get what you're I mean. saying now. I get Go ahead.
2: Saints are going to make the playoffs because Saints are a great team. So it's They've, they're the winningest NFL team since 2017, and they have a quarterback that's okay. So that won't hurt them. It's so a, no, he's not so going to be the reason they make the playoffs. So that's an
1: overreaction. So yeah, it's yeah, an overreaction.
2: remember well, I mean, he threw five touchdowns before, like 148 yards? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> no, that's so funny.
2: <laughs> like, it, there's because even when they was were in position to throw those touchdowns, not because of Jameis, right. because of the defense. And the running game and everything around
1: it. Even when Jameis balls out, the stats don't make sense. Five touchdowns on the under 200 yards passing. Yeah,
0: well, factor overreaction. I think the difference is I'm gonna say it's a fact, and I agree with Matt; they'll make the playoffs. But I think he'll lead him there. The difference is Jameis Winston has had these in cra- crazy stats that you would want to look at. He threw a couple, you know, too many picks, 30 in particular that season, but was the league's leading passer. And they missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So I think James Winston bringing a team to the playoffs is, in a way, him leading a team to the playoffs. And I know the Saints are a lot of better team than that Buccaneers team was. Probably, what was that, three years ago now. But he threw five touchdowns week one. And I know defense got him there. Alvin Kamara looked great. Blah, blah, anything. Doesn't matter. Wide receivers were getting open. James Winston will lead them to the playoffs. Any quarterback will. I disagree with you in the terms that like he'll get carried there. I think maybe you can look at Alvin Kamara and he has a stud season, and you know he will be more of an impact. But Jameis Winston's going to lead this team to the playoffs, no doubt. They're going to be an easy wild card. Um, other teams, you know, you think up there lost week one, the Vikings, the Bears, maybe they lost week one. I think you fully expect two out of the NFC West, anyways. But that last spot, I think, easily goes to the Saints. Hmm. Whoa, whoa. I, I I think it's a fact. Okay, I think Jameis. I, whoa, whoa,
1: I want to see Jameis succeed. So, so much. It's He's one not, of I the think.
0: most fun players in league.
1: There's a couple of players in sports that when, when they bowl out, it's it's the most entertaining thing to watch. Yeah. And in, and in football, it's Jameis Winston. Everyone yeah. roots for Jameis Winston.
2: Um, and just, that five K thirty thirty season was so entertaining as a neutral. Yeah, as a
1: neutral. As, Andy, was, Andy, Andy, as, Andy, you as you a neutral. As a neutral.
2: Six to hit thirty interceptions was so great. Hey, and
1: let me tell you about watching the ins and outs of a 30-30 season. It's exactly what it sounds like. He will throw two touchdowns, back-to-back drives, and the next two drives will be the craziest interceptions you've ever seen yeah, in your life. Like it, literally was, it literally was tip for tap. We're getting him back on, on the Saints. I get the Saints are a good team. No NFL team has won more games since, since 2017 than the Saints. He's taking over from a team that went 12-4 last year, first in DVOA, Matt, your, your favorite stat. So he's on a good team. <laughs> you want to know why? I think it's a fact he leads the Saints to the playoffs. This is the best advertisement for LASIK eye surgery that you'll ever mm-hmm. see. Because James, he said t- that's the reason he's gonna be he's gonna play better. I got LASIK eye surgery I can actually see down the field. And if they, I haven't seen anything to the contrary yet, yeah. They look like he's seeing the field better. He looked like he's making more decisive throws. He's not going like this when he throws the ball downfield. Like he had, <laughs> he fighting people. These balls are on the button.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and I've seen James make some pretty good throws. He's the number one overall pick. But I'm watching that game and like, he didn't make these throws wearing pewter and black. These, these, this is new. So I think this, I think Jameis Winston leads the Saints to the playoffs. And, and who, whatever doctor did Jameis Winston's LASIK eye surgery, you need, to, you need oh. to advertise that because people need to know about that. Am I, I want to give an right? eyesight
2: throwback in sports to Philadelphia, Philly, Bryce Harper when he was a minor league baseball player in 2011. He started the season 231 at low class A. People were freaking out. He changed his contacts over the next 20 games. He get 480.
0: Is that what happened at the All Star break? That we just figured out? <laughs> yeah, hey, been We've been balling Did out. He's not see it at the beginning of the year. Yo,
1: I'm telling you, like clear visual will change an entire season and an entire career. Round. If Jameis
2: right. becomes like a Pro Bowler, he's got to get like the whatever the biggest LASIK, whatever whoever does surgery, he's got to get a big brand deal. Got it? Oh, get, easily. Gotta.
1: That's made. That's absolutely made for him. That's actually a, a genius idea, Matt. You need to be on genius. Yeah, you, right? <laughs> yeah, you need point. to be on his marketing team. You guys have a brilliant idea. Jameis had a very impressive week one performance as a player. Let's go down the line. We'll talk about the most impressive week one performances for teams. Yep. Which one of y'all said the Eagles? Which one of y'all said? Okay. Let's let I know, I don't I know which one. I know what we all did. I know what y'all did. It was. They beat the Falcons. But anyway, Kyle. Yeah, but why 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 were the, the
0: Eagles? The Eagles won thirty-two to six. Um, A lot of question marks going into this team. We saw a lot of great offensive performances from basically all of their weapons. Miles Sanders played great, about five yards per carry. Gainwell's a rookie. He looked great when he came in. Devontae Smith and Reger both had touchdowns. Dallas Goddard had a touchdown. And the defense didn't allow a touchdown at all. Mm. Actually, they didn't allow a point the last 44 minutes (laughs) of this game. They didn't allow the Falcons across midfield the last 44 (laughs) minutes. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think, it looks. first of all, it looks like we hit it on the head with the last two picks with Rager and Smith. I think both of them looked great. They actually drug tested Rager after the game, which I thought was hilarious. I wouldn't, I wouldn't obviously you wouldn't say you want to get Justin Jefferson, yeah, but right. if you hit on a first rounder, you hit on a first rounder. Maybe if Fair it's point. a quarterback and you take one, number one, and the guy that went number five ended up being better. You can make the argument, but for a wide receiver, I think Regger's there. But to me, what happened is they weren't the best team week one, but I think the Eagles were by far the most prepared team week one. Mm-hmm. They were the most prepared team to go out and win a football game, and that's exactly what they did very, very easily, right? Yeah, yeah, very, very easily yeah, perspective. You, you, did, you
1: did perfect the game plan. Yeah. You did execute perspective, game
0: plan. perspective, right? They played Atlanta. Do so I think Atlanta's the worst team in the league? They just might be. Yeah. The Texans aren't anymore. The Jaguars and the Lions might be, but the Lions just bit a crazy comeback up on the 49ers and almost won that game. The Falcons are Atlanta definitely the worst might season. be the worst team in the league right now. But I think the Eagles came in the most prepared. I think they were the most surprising to a lot of NFL fans. Even that was Eagles fan didn't like our quarterback. I mean, I think a lot of people were surprised you had a rookie head coach, a rookie number one Sirianni receiver. impressed me a lot. Sirianni me too. Was I loved everything Sirianni did. And that talks to the preparedness this team was. I think that was easily a very – very impressive performance we And one. the defense we Justin through. They're getting
2: run on a lot in the first quarter yeah. and then they just completely locked it down. They were the only team in the NFL that didn't allow a play of 20 plus yards and remember this is a Falcons have
0: Calvin Ridley and they didn't they didn't right. have a play yeah. of 20 plus yards. What I loved is that they kept it simple on defense. We only rushed four and that's all the pressure we needed. I mean they were getting back there. Matt Ryan was having a tough time, and I know there weren't too many sacks. But if you look at QB hurries, yeah, the QB, QB Hurry's is a big stat. It's a big stat. Up there, that
1: affects passing games.
0: Yeah,
1: it's an impressive win. And and first of all, I think it's an impressive win because I didn't expect Nick Sirianni not only to like execute his game plan that well, but to be so connected with his players and, and have that That's much love. camaraderie and chemistry with his players because Jalen Hurts is not his quarterback. He was not brought in for Jalen Hurts. He was brought in as a latch-ditch effort to try to get Carson to stay. And if you do, we, we can't get you Frank Reich, but we can get you the next best thing, and that's his offensive coordinator or, or quarterback's coach. That's We got you from his tree. We got you as mini-me. Mm-hmm. Carson still left, and he wasn't – I don't want to say he was stuck with Jalen Hurts, but that was okay. Next man up, and it's Jalen Hurts. But for them to have established this, hey – it's me and you against the world type of mentality. We're both newbies in this thing, yep. and we're gonna be we're gonna both be the reason we we you know each other succeeds. They got a little little nice little handshake. No, you know, no, against, little, 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 okay, okay. I see. I see you, Nikki. No worries. getting a little swag there. It's
2: fun having no expectations because yeah.
1: everything's when you when you're I select, disagree. There were there were expectations. Like like I, I
0: he's in Philadelphia.
1: You could have the worst roster on paper. There are expectations. Even even if it doesn't translate into wins. Their expectations for Nick Sirianni, and and it doesn't look like the moment was too big for him. It didn't look like he outsmarted himself. He aided his young quarterback, and they got a, a good win. You guys were supposed to win. i Maybe not thirty-two. Six. We, we were supposed to win. To win. We oh yeah, you guys underdogs. were underdogs. You guys were underdogs. I Hold think on,
0: it, they like. Witch, come on, man. Which come on, man. Why it's impressive is one, they won so big. Two, they didn't give up a touchdown, and they really were probably maybe the Saints, the most prepared team coming in the week one. I'll get you. Right. I mean that okay. that was super impressive. And it surprised everyone. The Eagles just bunched. I'm trying to think
1: of other teams I could say like more prepared, but that's, that's I, I would I say
0: the Rams, argument. the Eagles, and the Saints.
2: I got one. Hmm. The Arizona Cardinals. There you go. Yeah. And they, maybe the Steelers for pulling up. But on that set. but
1: but but the Steelers, their their whole thing started by a block pint. Yeah, it wasn't the
2: Steelers, you're right. They only um, had a couple
1: of Cardinals. Right, right. Yeah. Matt,
2: Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. They're in the toughest division in football this year. By far. By far. The NFC West was 4-0 on week one with a point differential of plus 65. The next highest of any uh, division is plus 28 by the AFC West. Um, And if you're in that division, you need all the wins you can get. So securing a road win against... Uh, the team that won the AFC South last year, not yeah. just securing a road win, but blowing out the Tennessee Titans, yeah. you know, which is wildly impressive. Getting them a win. They they there might be four and playoff teams from the NFC West. That's how good the division that is. That would
0: be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. <laughs> and Kyler Murray, just great game, 280 uh, nine passing yards and five total touchdowns, one twenty-one pass rating. Held Julio Jones just three catches for 29 yards. They're gonna be going against a lot of good Catch like receivers and tight ends in their division. So that's a good sign for the future. And their team was just very balanced. It wasn't forcing the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. wasn't just running down their throat. Christian Kirk and DeAndre Hopkins both had five catches for like 80 yards, two touchdowns. DeAndre had like six catches. And then James Conner and Chase Edmonds both had uh, over 12 carries for over 50 yards. Just a balanced, smart running attack mm-hmm. with Kyler Murray who can always run out of the backfield. It's it's tough to beat a team that can beat you in so many different ways. And they displayed that in week one.
1: And we didn't even we didn't even talk about Chandler Jones absolutely wreaking <laughs> havoc on the on, on Rid- the opposite side. You know what I mean? Ridiculous. i I'm, I might be right there with you. One, Kyler Murray, thank you for your performance because gave me a dub in week one in fantasy. Got gotta love it. That um, was
0: the best quarterback performance of week one. Yeah, man. That's what it, I'll say. It, Kyler and, Murray looked the best out of any quarterback in Week One. It, I, I
1: said last year. Safford's up there. Yeah, Safford's up, up there, there too.
0: I'll book Kyler over him.
1: I, I said last year that when it clicks, this Cardinals offense has a reminiscence of like 2018 Los Angeles Rams or or St. Louis, but 2018 Rams.
2: Most, right.
1: Yeah, when they when they went to the Super Bowl, like it was just complete high power, high octane. You, you can't stop it from from any angle through yep. the air on the ground. The quarterback gets them to. Um, so when, when, when this offense is hitting on all cylinders, it's, it's damn scary. And now you have a, a dual head and an anchor on defense. And I want to talk about Chandler Jones' performance from J.J. Watt's perspective. Because people, you know, J.J. Watt came into the Cardinals and people thought, you know, hey, you know, J.J. Watt might have a, you know, a resurgence of his career. But he did exactly what he was supposed to do. Take attention and pressure off of Chandler Jones because that's the man that's going to get the sacks if he's got one on one. But you have to still, you know, pay attention to J.J. Watt. You don't get his if you if you leave him one on one. But you have to shift shift assignments over to him, which frees up Chandler Jones, and and you see what that man does. But Cardinals is all around. completely. It's like dominating. the
2: Warriors when they got KD. You couldn't double Steph anymore. Yeah, man. so they, you're just someone's up. someone's one on one, and that person's yeah. going
1: to win, and that person's going to win. Kay. Absolutely. Um, I'm going with the Saints. And the reason why I'm going with the Saints is, one, the Jameis Winston performance, we all got into that. But we all understood, what, you know, the, the catastrophic events that happened in terms of the Hurricanes down south. The Saints have to, you know, pick up and move, essentially play a road game, but you don't know, have to play in a completely different venue dealing with the hurricane and still come out and absolutely execute a game plan. And, and we're putting a lot of Aaron Rodgers' performance just on his side of it, not being prepared, you know, not having a, a good... Um, you know, grip on the game plan coming into week one, and completely forgetting that the Saints had one of the best defenses in the league last year. And it, There seemed to be no reason to question why they were going to come in and be that same type of defense this year, and they choked the Packers. Like, absolutely just had no life in them, yeah. and that's that's impressive. So I don't, I don't care which way you square it. That's impressive for the rating MVP to come in, especially thinking he won a battle against his ownership. With a little bit of swagger and choke the life out of them from the opening snap. That's, mm-hmm. that's very impressive to do. So, just like the Cardinals, offense, defense, special teams combined, the Saints had an impressive ass week one win.
0: For sure. And all time move by the Saints. I forget who the interview was with. There's the interview where they were like, when they were deciding where to choose the game, because they could choose any venue from any away team. They looked at Green Bay, they chose the furthest distance. Yeah. And said, What's going to be the hardest place for Green Bay to get to? And they chose Jacksonville. And if you look historically, Aaron Rodgers is pretty bad playing in Florida.
1: He used to the cold weather. He used to the cold weather. I'm surprised you have no, no Aaron Rodgers like hate to spew.
2: No, I like Rodgers. He had a last year his advanced stats proved that he was back. So uh, my whole thing is that during from like the 2015 to 2019 era, he was elevated by his perception based mm-hmm. on how good he was from 09 to 14. 2020, he got back to where he was from 09 to
0: 14. So, all right, and I'll just throw in Jake's real quick. Go ahead. I was just Jake excited. obviously Go ahead. not with us. Uh, if you missed the beginning of the episode, had a little car issue. Had a little front a little car front issue. bumper came off. Ah, ah damn. Um, but he put the Rams on here. Um, obviously, we saw we saw the Rams. Maybe you know Chicago's offense looked defeated, but the Rams looked great. Did everything they needed to do when that game was over. Honestly, from the eye test, that game was over very early. I want to say one thing that James put in or that Jake put in the script here though. Jake said the Rams could be the NFC Chiefs. Obviously Come on, man. Come on, man. And I know he's high on the Rams because he, he said that last week. Come on. What do we think about that one? Because I, I, I see the potential, but I don't think, especially in that division, there can even be a possibility of an NFC Chiefs.
2: He's, the Chiefs are 21-1 and one in their last 22 there's no regular Chiefs. season
1: there's games. no There's no equivalent to the Chiefs. And it's one of those things you put in when you know you're not going to make the episodes. You don't got <laughs> to face it in person.
2: But Sean McVay I, isn't as good as Andy Reid. And Matthew Safford's man. not as good That's as Pat Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes.
1: No team that doesn't have Patrick Mahomes could be as good as a team that has Patrick Mahomes. That's just how good of a player he is. But I, I mean, he's, what he's trying to say is the Rams could end up absolutely running the table in the NFC. Yeah.
0: and I, well, so, I still don't see that. I think, yeah, I don't see it either. I still don't but see that. But say they do just dominantly win the NFC West. They go like 5-1, maybe drop a game to the Seahawks in the NFC West. I think they could be an NFC The Rams piece. are very
2: good. That's what they're nothing more. They're nothing. They're just very good. They're not like a dominant. They're like, not a dominant. They're team. not a dominant team. And and they and can the Chiefs, be though. I really yeah. think they can be. They can be dominant in games. On, they, but not be, a dominant they Yeah, they team. can dominate stretches they, of games.
1: I don't think they can be a dominant team. The Chiefs will dominate any team on the field. All the Rams, thirty-one
2: teams could get it. The Chiefs are in a place where, like, if you're an AFC team, you see your schedule, like Chiefs. Oh, that's an L. You see the Rams on your schedule and it seems like, oh, that's tough game. tough. That's tough stuff.
0: Yeah. I, yeah, but I so but I think that's one thing we could see in the 2021 season is the Rams really becoming that. This team made the Super Bowl three years ago with arguably a worse roster. I know they had Todd Gurley, but their quarterback was way worse. I think their defense, there was no Jalen Ramsey. I think their defense was, the defense was worse. possibly worse. Mm-hmm. Now their division was worse. The NFC West isn't what we see it as now. But I think this team like, could be the surprise of the season. And I think it's quickly becoming not a surprise that the Rams are very good. I am huge on Matt Stafford. I think he is two times what Jared Goff is. I, I really think they could Four get times. there.
1: And and here's where Jake has the potential to be right. If this offense might unlock a new level of Matt Stafford that none of us knew was possible because he had a clear ceiling in Detroit. You only get so good playing for the Lions. Mm-hmm. But go to an offense that unlocks a new aspect of your game – An innovative, dynamic offense that only like really one other two other teams can replicate in the entire NFL. That may unlock a new Matt Stafford, and the Stafford that was held back was a four thousand thirty you know thirty touchdown a year passer. Yeah. So if there's a new level to that, maybe maybe there's some we'll see. You know, you know, dominant, dynamic playmaking, you know, type things. But to be the Chiefs, you got to be in a world of your own.
0: There's a tier A in the NFC, and it's a short list. I think it's the Buccaneers. The Rams, you can argue the Packers, but they didn't look it on Sunday, and possibly the Seahawks. And I think that is it.
1: Maybe they could be the NFC Chiefs because the Chiefs lost to only one <laughs> team last year. So maybe they will be the NFC Chiefs. We're moving on and looking ahead now to week two because we just can't get enough football right now. And we got to see if, if, you know, what if we're going to be the best matchups going into week two. We can run through these kind of quickly because yeah. we're going to probably analyze these same games next week, which is just the fun of football. Sunday at one PM, I get Raiders, Steelers. That's that's a that's a great week two matchup. yeah to why uh,
0: I mean that's two teams coming off of very surprising wins. Both were underdogs, obviously. We yeah. saw the Raiders beat the Ravens, and we saw the Steelers beat the Bills. Yeah, albeit the Steelers didn't look great. Only had two hundred and fifty-two yards of total offense. Now you say that and they face the Bills, you wouldn't expect them to win, but their defense is exactly what we expected it to be. Losing Steven Nelson didn't hurt. Their secondary is still great. I mean I think what we could see here is an offense versus defense game. Derek Carr threw the most passing yards of any quarterback. Now, he was forced to. The game also went longer. It went to overtime, so he had more attempts than a lot of quarterbacks. And then we have the defense, who honestly may be the best defense in the league with the Steelers. I know there's a lot of teams up there, so I think this is a really interesting game. Not to break that
2: NFL record of most consecutive regular season games with a sack. They're like two games away from doing that.
0: What's what's big here is week two out-of-conference game. Both of these teams could really benefit from starting 2 0. Yeah. Right? The Steelers yeah. can easily be the third best team in the NFC North. The Ravens and Browns can be above them. Yeah. The Raiders have a tough conference. I mean, the Chiefs, you expect to lose to them. And then you look at the Chargers and the Broncos, who both won week one. I mean, a lot, both of these teams could really need a W here. And I think both of these teams looked great in week one. So it, it's a really good game.
1: Here's why this is the most interesting game of week two because both of these teams have to prove in week two that their week one wins weren't a fluke. Yeah. And if they do that, you throw a lot of belief into both of these teams. Both of these teams are on paper should be good, but just don't have a lot of belief from people. Nope. If the Steelers go out and beat the Raiders week two and they go 2-0, oh man, the Steelers weren't as bad as we thought we were going to be. Yeah. If the Raiders go out and beat the Steelers and go 2-0, and then it's, oh shit, the Raiders are as good as we all knew they could be. Like they are, They are finally that good, but both of them in this game have to prove that it wasn't just a, a surprise or a fluke win or the other team lost it because no. the ravens had an opportunity to win that game and if the bills play the bills football i still
2: i saw the, the raiders have had one good year in the past 20 years
1: and the ravens should have won that game
2: yeah and <laughs> the, the the raiders, the raiders scream raiders blew it too the raiders right. scream eight and nine like that's what they'll, they'll surprise some teams but they're just like okay they did it last year uh, like yeah. the the, the, the The Steelers are always good, and I think they'll be good again this year. The biggest part of this game is the fact that uh, the Ravens could very well be zero and two, and the Steelers could be two and zero, and uh, so we'll get as because.
0: They Ravens have to play the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, the Ravens probably will be 0-2. All right.
0: 0-1. Let's do predictions. Who are we taking? I'm going to take the Steelers. I do disagree with Matt a little bit on the Raiders. I think they're better than people expect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to take the Steelers on Sunday at home. Yeah, I think when you look at these offense-defense matchups, one, the offensive performance we saw at Derek Carr could have been a fluke. I don't think you can call the Steelers' defensive performance a fluke. And I'll favor the defense in their home stadium, especially in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, I'm going to Steelers. You have an emotional win on the road. You bring the energy back to Heinz Field. They can only, you know, aid in good things. They're itching to get back home. Juju they wasn't even involved in the game, and they won. Yeah, so also, Vegas
2: has a short week going across the country. Makes yeah. it harder. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: you take it Steelers still?
2: Yeah. All right, All we'll right. Move,
1: we're moving on. Let's go um, out to the NFC West and an AFC-NFC matchup. Sunday at 425, Titans and Seahawks. Matt. Who you got out there in Seattle in the twelfth man?
2: Seattle Titans might be uh, fools gold. They might can, be. Might be. Might be. Might be.
1: I, I'm not. I'm not sure. They've had a winning
2: record like five straight years, man, which is Charlotte hard to believe. Be. But um, the t- tough schedule start. You got to win that week one. You have to go to two Seattle week two. First game where Seattle has their fans back in a year and a half. Yeah. Like that's tough.
1: And and you were talking about. Teams you weren't expecting to start 0 and 2. The Titans, the AFC South favorite, could start 0-2 after losing last That division week.
2: might be really bad.
1: Yeah, it might be what we yeah. all think it is. It's the AFC South. It's because, because the the it should be, they because, they had their this the, <laughs> year. The
2: Seahawks dominated the Colts. Colts got a like a garbage time touchdown at the end yeah. on the road. So th- that could be a division where eight and nine wins the division, nine and eight wins the division.
1: So. The Titans or
0: Seahawks. Seahawks win. This one's tough. Um, I think the Titans will look a lot better. Um, I I think one thing is they just got beat up by Arizona and they're going to face Seattle who plays a lot of the same type of football, right? Similar quarterback, similar weapons at wide receiver. I think they don't lose 38, 13. Um, I think this is actually going to be a tight game. I I actually think the Titans might have a shot to pull it out, but I'll take the home team. I'm going to say the Seahawks win it in the end. And we might see a lot of defense in this game. Mm -hmm. I I think the Titans might really strap up this game, but I think the Seahawks will take it in the end. I think when the
1: Titans have to play a physical matchup, they'll win it. I think that's why they're able to beat the Ravens in the playoffs. I think that's why they're going to beat the Seahawks. Okay. When you have to face a team that will spread you out and make you play dynamic, you're going to lose. They can't win a track meet. And the Cardinals play a track meet. Yep. you got to run fast. I think if we we're going we to line up and punch each other in the mouth, the Titans win that battle. And you said it perfectly. The Seahawks play a very similar brand of football. And it's going to be you know Chris Carson or Derrick Henry. I'm going I'm to I'm go King Henry on that one.
0: Just lean on him, and I think they get the win. They just looked horrible week one. They,
1: they did. They did. I mean, you're playing like – the Cardinals make you play a different brand of football. It
0: is tough to have to go Cardinals-Seahawks week one too. I,
1: I To be honest, the Seahawks were a way better matchup for the Titans than the Cardinals are. Yeah. Like when you, when you have to play a track meet, just like when you have to play a track meet in basketball, in this day and age, the track meet wins. Back in the day in both sports – if I had to play a physical game versus a track meet, the physical game is going to win. Now the track yeah. meet's always going to win. They don't have to play that this week. They yeah. get to go and play Smash Mouth against the Seahawks. Last one, we're going to go the Sunday night game. The big one Everyone circling, Chiefs-Ravens. Every time we get this game, it's a banger. Yeah. Every single time we get this game, yeah. it does not disappoint. I don't expect for it to disappoint. Two of the top three teams in the AFC based on odds to win the conference by Vegas in primetime on Sunday night. And we get it early this season, Matt. Ravens or Chiefs? I'm not picking against Mahomes. That's just when you got to default to that sometimes. I know. I got I also.
2: There's a little shaky Lamar Jackson stuff. It's been 17 consecutive games where he has not thrown for 250 yards in a game.
1: Yeah, but that's their offense. Yeah. I'm used to it now.
2: Number yeah, one yeah, rushing yeah. offense. Yeah, yeah, I'm used to it now. One is not that league. high though.
1: In this day and age, it's not. But if I'm winning games, like you, like it don't matter. Yeah, it don't matter. That's that's not their brand of offense, yeah. but. I, I agree with the default of when in doubt, don't pick against Patrick Mahomes. Kyle,
0: Chiefs or Ravens? It's tough. I, I don't think the Ravens' offense is as good as I thought they were, um, even when Dobbins was out um, before Gus Edwards went out, but I'm not sure how much that mattered and because I, hurt, I really do like Tyson Williams. He looked great, and I think Latavius Murray is going to be a good piece there. The thing is I don't I don't trust these guys around him. I think Sammy Watkins adds another layer, makes him a little better. I am going to take the Chiefs. And this is the one I'm most reluctant on taking here because I think we just saw the Ravens give up almost 40 points to Vegas and still should have won that game. So if you can give up 40 points, I mean, and still almost win, then you got a shot against the Chiefs, right? But I'm going to take Mahomes. Like Matt said, I'm not going against Mahomes. I really want to take the Ravens. Me too. Here's the thing. I'm taking the Chiefs, but I believe the Ravens. I
1: very wholeheartedly believe the Ravens could win this game. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs because I'm like, hey, don't bet against Mahomes. It's a smart thing to do. But – I, Mahomes if, is
2: undefeated in September for his
1: career. Yeah, it's
2: true. We're still early season. It's not that so long a, of a career. He, like, Eleven and zero. But he's ungodly.
0: Thirty six touchdowns no three He's
1: ungodly. It's, it's twelve games, man. It's,
0: yeah. It's ungodly. But I mean, like they've been. I mean, what are they in October? Like ten and one. I mean, yeah, like, yeah, it's every It's <laughs> well, I mean, the yeah. Chiefs. We just yeah, said he's got like three regular
1: season losses <laughs> under his belt yeah. in his, his career. But like, if, if the Ravens win this game, I won't be surprised. Ravens feed off emotional games. We've seen games where they lose where it's questionable why they lose those games. But all the games they got to play, like the big hype ones, you know they, they rise to the occasion. All the Chiefs games, the 49ers games, the Seahawks games, they, they rise to those occasions. Yep. So I think the Ravens have a very, very good chance of winning this game. But,
0: man. Who are you taking? Ravens or Chiefs? I'm, I'm taking
1: the Chiefs, man. Like right. I said, I'm, I won't pick against Patrick Mahomes. But yeah. I won't be surprised if, if the Ravens end up winning,
0: winning all right, I'm excited for week two, man. These games look great. Got to be. Let's move it along, though. Let's move into the countdown. Uh, Jake, you're going to start with – or James, you're going to start with number five?
1: Yeah, tier, because it would be Jake this Jake, week. That's, I, you I know, I know seat, I'm the seed, too. The thug tier. But I'll start it with number five, the number of teams Tom Brady has never lost to. That's Dallas, New England, New England Minnesota, Atlanta, and Tampa Bay. Um, New England's weird because nah. he's, he, yeah, he's not played that much. But, but after what this Dude. week or next, it will be New England because we, we play the Patriots. But, um, yeah, Tom Brady's dominant. With one that we we said we were going to switch this one, and I'll do I'll do the one we sort of we should have switched it to too. The number of sacks Chandler Jones had in Week One an absolute menace, man. That's, I'm r- a menace that's ridiculous. Defensive player of the year because I might well punch it now
0: is easily up there right now. Like, I mean that was crazy. Uh, T.J. Watt's going to give him a run. Aaron Donald's always in the mix, but mm. Chandler Jones has inserted his name on that list. No,
1: you know who also inserted his name too? Jalen Ramsey. You got to put like. Common sense, you gotta put Jalen Ramsey in there. He's not gonna have the stats too. He's gonna have the tackles this year because they're moving them in different spots. Yeah. But he's not gonna have the interceptions, the pass breakups. People don't throw this man's way.
0: Yeah. But Which he says controls he controls
1: <laughs> the entire secondary. Remember, Aaron series.
2: Donald exists. Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. And who's the better defensive player on their team? Splitting hairs, but I guess it's Aaron Donald. But we got it on a tangent there because Chandler Jones Let's just wrap a bow on it.
0: Yeah, Chandler Jones was absolutely crazy. For sure. All right, let's move to number four, Matt. The number of
2: starting QBs to not throw a touchdown in week one, and that's Andy Dalton, Matt Ryan, Baker Mayfield, and Aaron Rodgers. Fitzpatrick, we didn't count because he got hurt. Mm. And Mayfield's a little unfair because he had a great game. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Mayfield
0: yeah. surprised yeah. me there.
2: He had a 97.5 passer rating despite the fact that he had more interceptions than touchdowns. Yeah. One mistake. Yeah, one mistake one is trying, mistake. To trying to throw it um, away. Trying to throw it away, got
0: caught by Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you got
2: a trash quarterback, you got an aging quarterback, and you got a what-the-hell game from MVP. Mm-hmm. And then you got a good good game that unfortunately makes this list. Who's the trash quarterback? Who's the aging quarterback? The trash quarterback's
1: Salton. Matt Ryan is also a trash quarterback. I hate to break it to you, man. He's no, he trash. Matt Ryan. I hate to break a, it to Matt you, Ryan's man. Matt Ryan's a six-out-of-ten
2: quarterback. He's pretty good. That's average. I'm not giving him six. That's,
1: yeah, well, that's average. That's not pretty. I'll good. take him over Carson Wentz on a coin flip. I don't no, you right. would
2: not. Would. You know, no, he, you love, would you know not. he loves You know he
1: No, you would not. No, you would not. He's You're not, not taking. Matt no, Ryan's
2: not. MVP season was only a year earlier than Carson Wentz's MVP season, and it's
1: season. and it's gone. And it's gone. And we, there's no trace
2: of. it. He him. led the league in completions last year. It is Ryan.
1: Gone. All right,
0: shaky baby, <laughs> shaky baby. <laughs> All right, I'm not, I'm not letting Matt talk about Matt Ryan anymore. <laughs> James, James let's, get, let's get to number three. The number of
1: games the Phillies have dropped at home against the Rockies last week. The Rockies, for context, have only won two road series all season, put the Phillies as 50% of those road series wins. You want to talk about shaky, baby. But this is, this is the therapy session. All the Phillies fans that are listening, all the Phillies fans that are watching, indulge us as we get on our soapbox because we took the last two months off. So we haven't talked about the train wreck that's the Philly that's been the Phillies on this podcast. This is our opportunity. Does anybody have, have anything they want I'm, to get off? This is chest? all I gotta
2: say. Okay. In like 2052, I'll be I'll, I'll be pushing seventy. 70. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'll be talking to my. I'm gonna go 2072. I'll be old talking to my grandkids. And you know what will happen? It will be September 2nd. The Phillies will be 68 and 69 <laughs> for the 84th consecutive season, hovering exactly at 500. Uh, and I'm trying to convince myself they got a shot. Yeah. To get that and you'll look
1: like the old <laughs> senile grandpa <laughs> who can't let it go.
0: That's what you'll look like.
2: They, were, they had a good five-year run when I was around your age, Sonny.
0: Oh, man. oh Man, man I'm just happy football's back. I don't need to watch this team anymore. I've actually watched more Phillies games this year than I've watched. Me too. Like maybe since I was a little kid.
1: They're mo- the most exciting headache of all time. The most exciting headache I like, of like When time. I got
0: surgery, I was out from work for like nine days. You add in two weekends there, that's 13 days. The Phillies played like 11 of them. I watched all 11 games, yeah. and I really convinced myself that this team was good. Oh, and, they, and they could be good. And that's one thing you, we haven't been able to say for three years. They could be good, but the fact of the matter is they're not. You want to know what the problem is with the Phillies?
1: Their bullpen. You know what the problem last year with the Phillies was? Their bullpen. bullpen. Yeah. You know what the problem the year before and the year before that and the year before that? Where's their bullpen? The problem is it's getting worse. Their bullpen is worse than it was last year. It is now actually the worst in the MLB. Actually historically bad. Yeah. We have blown what, with 30 saves or something like that it's this a lot. season?
0: It's a lot. Are you
1: kidding me? Also, oh, you can, just the offenses, and some, remember were when also Brad Lynch
2: had a horrible year and he blew seven saves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and what do we, what do we always scream when we, we wasted good pitchers? Is we don't get run support, we don't get run support. And there now are they got it. There are thirty times this season that we have gone to the seventh inning or later with the lead, and we have not won the game. Yeah. If we if we, we cut those in half, we are sitting so pretty in the NL East. It's not even funny.
0: What I'll say, too, is I think this year, if Nola had a good year, had a Nola year, he would have been able to carry us to the playoffs. But, I mean, we had Wheeler. He just filled the Nola role. It's still clearly the yeah, bullpen. Yeah, but imagine if we
1: had two of them. Hey, yeah, I don't know how, how many of these 30-blown saves was on Nola's hook because.
0: Nola had one. I remember gave up a home run. Wheeler just did that, too, in the ninth like a week ago Man. against the Rockies. But Let's the what are we on? Number two now, Matt? What's number two? Max Scherzer is
2: the 2nd fastest pitcher to 3,000 strikeouts, only behind Randy Johnson.
1: He's, dom- he's the dominant-ass pitcher. Yeah, he had
2: an immaculate inning in the game where he had uh, 3,000 strikeouts, which was a very rare feat that people mm-hmm. don't talk about a lot. And he had a perfect game going into the eighth inning. Like, he's yeah. just a monster.
1: Where is Max Scherzer going to go in terms of all-time great pitchers? Why does he not come up in that conversation enough?
2: Because I don't like the Nationals. Mm.
1: <laughs> That's true. I don't like the Nationals either. <laughs> But there was a Max Scherzer that was dominant before the Nationals too. He was you very might. good for
2: the Tigers. He was unbelievable for the Nationals, yeah, and he's still unbelievable for so the Nationals.
0: So we get okay. You got Verlander or Scherzer? Career, yeah. career. Sure. that's already sure Verlander. Sure, sure yeah, yeah,
1: because like they have a very like synonymous yeah, career. Yeah, it's
0: because that's where that's really that's the two the you look at in this era. Tim Linscom had a shot. His career fell off. Nah, I mean, you don't
1: get credit for like two years. Yeah, no, you don't.
0: But yeah. he had a shot to get there. He was yeah, young. Yeah. Um, I think those are the two. David Price had a shot. He kind of fell off No, a he's bit. not in that tier. Like, yeah, he's not. In the all tier those above. guys were getting there. Like Kershaw's Chris Sale was getting there. Was getting I there. Mean, Chris, yeah. Sale.
1: Chris Sale was Frank toes King. on the line of there. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. Hurt. But
0: those are the two that have made the jump. I think Verlander right. and Scherzer are in that A tier. Yeah, 100%. All
1: right, let's go to
2: number one. Uh, and you have to include um fucking DeGrom. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, he's actually on that getting there list. He's on he, that getting there list. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, he's got to finish he's the our, season. He's, he's got to win a couple. You know, a, a he's board. our new Chris Sale. We'll yeah, see what he does the next two years. He's on the way up. Uh, number one,
1: the number of players in NBA history with more buzzer beaters than Joe Johnson. That's only Michael Jordan. They called this man ISO Joe for a reason. This is kind of random,
0: but Joe I Johnson like that has, he's in there. Joe Johnson has
2: eight. MJ has nine. It's yeah, close. I, I
1: like. I like that he's in there <laughs> because ISO Joe is. You know, he's he's that guy.
0: Shit, Steph's getting there. I got to imagine. No, Steph's
1: got
2: zero buzzer beaters in his career. Wow.
1: Is that facts?
2: That ended no, 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 like end 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 in, like in like zero. That ended in zero. He's got like five that are between one and zero, but he's got zero. that So Russell Westbrook has like three
0: or four <laughs> yeah. off the top of my head. I can name those. He yeah. can't even shoot. All right. That's I'll do number zero. We do have a number zero. Go ahead. I like to pick that one up when we got him. That's the number of shots on target Barcelona had in their 3-0 loss to Bayern Munich Why? in the Champions League on Tuesday. First time in Barca history, they didn't record a shot on target in a Champions League match. Why zero? They're there? missing Messi, huh? Why?
1: Why? Why, Matt? Why? Why?
0: Because they're missing Messi. They, Matt had yeah, to remind dog. you of that one.
1: Yeah, dog. That's that's tough. One, one. We're historically bad against Bayern Munich in the Champions League. with, like just ever since instances. Messi
2: crossed up Boateng, you've been cursed. You've been
1: cursed ever since. And I mean that gave her That was where you know led us to a Champions League final after beating him in that leg, but. Yeah, it's bad. And and we tried to act like getting Memphis was going to fill the messy void. We really did try to convince ourselves of that. Of we that might see Europa weeks. League
2: Barcelona this year. Say it again? We might see Europa League Barcelona. They got third in the group. This
1: yeah. Year. yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, But we're almost out of time for this episode of Straight Facts. As always, we can get some shots up at the buzzer. Who got a shot to put up at the buzzer to end us?
0: Man, I'm just going to use this time to promote the YouTube channel. Ask I know we still away. have a lot of listeners on Spotify, yeah. which is good. We got like you guys, but if you want to see everywhere. a video version of the podcast. We're here now in studio. Everyone here can see us if you're on YouTube. See what's going on. And we have more videos coming up, right? We yes, got a uh, best uh, bets video coming out.
1: Yes, sir. Uh, we are you, got YouTube ramping up. For we sure, got man. big
0: boys. We got all these different type of videos. Bad, man,
1: deep dives. Like, we got. We- so if you're
0: enjoying straight facts, make sure you head over to straight facts podcast on YouTube. It's our logo. It's the logo you see on your Spotify. It's the logo you see right here if you're on the video version. And go get that thing popping! Yes, sir,
1: Matt. You got a
2: shot at the buzzer? Just theme with the episode. It's week one. We don't want to overreact too much. Right. Just this is what happened week one last year. The Jaguars had a late comeback to beat the Colts. That was their only win of the season. <laughs> yeah. The Colts Same went sir. eleven and five. Well, I yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The Browns lost by thirty two points. Yep, yep, I remember. We called Baker Mayfield a bust. You called call Baker, Baker. You called Baker. Cam Newton looked great the first two weeks yeah. of the season. Now he's out of the league. Like I like was, this.
1: I like the perspectives we're giving. Um
2: and uh Brady threw a pick six and looked poor as the Bucks lost by eleven. They went on to win the Super Bowl. A lot can change after one week. And Rogers will
0: be on that list next year. <clears throat> yeah. And,
2: hi. And and
0: back to back champs over this one. And I'm,
2: I'm it's gonna be fun to see what was a sign to come and what was like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah, yeah. That,
1: that is gonna be interesting. Um, all I gotta say is you know, have you ever like had one of those days where you just seem like the energy just seems off from from people like the vibe seems yeah weird. i don't know i have one of those days at work like not like
0: yeah, nothing, work. yeah It's that. like
1: 99 percent of the time it happens at work and nothing like no singular event happened but just the way people were talking every way everyone was interacting with everybody i'm like yo what's in the water like what's going? <laughs> maybe it was just in the king of pressure mall but like why is everybody so hostile why are we all cut through maybe i was happy i'm always happy on wednesdays man it's pod day yes, so sir. like i always got like a, a, a happy you really can't get me down if i'm going to the studio but like, why everybody else? Why are you so angry, man? I like, hear why, that. Why bro. everybody else so angry? So I just had to make sure everybody good out there. But that's all the time we have for this episode. Prayers up one more time to our guy Jake Galley. Really to Jake's
0: car. Yeah, it really to really his but, car.
1: But but he's the one that, that may have to pay for it. So that's R.I.P. True. to that. But for my guys, Kyle Sirik and Matt Robinson. I'm James Jackson. These have been the facts.
2: Straight up.